I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Hi, dear listener. Well, it's about 7 p.m. on another cloudy evening, but it's beautiful, soft clouds. The sky is blanketed in these white, gray wisps of clouds, and I'm looking out over the ocean, as I often do when I make these podcasts, and it's kind of balmy, not too warm, not too cold. The air is clear, which is a wonderful blessing, and it's been a kind of amazing day, and I wanted to share that with you. So, as many of you may know about my work, perhaps, or from things that I've said in my podcasts, I teach music, I teach piano to lots of children, and some people who are a little bit more than children, and uh, Amazingly, after being here for a bit over two years in Australia, having kind of transported and transposed my life to this country, starting really from scratch, um, I now have this kind of flourishing little music school. And I feel that one of the beautiful things about this school is that it's presenting me with a kind of opportunity to experience the wonders of music, the wonders of childhood, the wonders of children growing up and finding through the music that they make their own individual unique voices. So in a sense, really, you know, dear listener, that is my kind of goal, is that It's not so much that in 40 or 50 years any of these kids will be concert pianists or have music as a quote-unquote profession. You know, I I don't think of it like that. Um, I think of it in a very different way. I think of it... I think of these children in 40 or 50 years being the person that they came into this world to be expressing what it is that they are uniquely gifted to express in whatever way, shape, or form that might be. And part of that may be music, you know. A lot of it may be music. Um, That's true. But through the music that they create with me, what my intention is, is to provide them with a kind of ground for developing, experiencing, and and cultivating a deep inner confidence. What's confidence? It's a feeling that you can do something, you know, that you are your own person. And I think really that in this day and age, with all the pressures that kids experience. I never had the internet when I was growing up. I never had Facebook. I never had Instagram. I never had any of these things. I never had any of the pressures that kids have these days of this infinitely interconnected world in which we've kind of emerged. 
my whole purpose really uh, in 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 what I do with with my students is to allow them to begin to settle, explore, discover, and settle into who they really are, and to feel the confidence that comes from um, knowing, sensing, having you know, sort of the opportunities to allow those inner voices to come through and uh, to share that, you know, with other people and to feel that there is a connection between the inmost part of themselves and the world. That's the thing, you know, that connection, that, that open channel between the inmost part of themselves and the world. And, uh, and that, for me, is one way to describe the, um, the goal and the context for what I do teaching piano to all these little children some of them are not as little as others but I'll tell you it's quite an extraordinary thing to see children develop over time grow and become um, really just just to uh, it's a it's a privilege you know to to witness a human being grow I mean I'm not a parent so for me this is I guess my opportunity to to witness this it's it's incredible it's incredible so um this afternoon this afternoon was the end of year student recital i have two of them back to back two different days because i can't fit everybody into my apartment and uh so i had half my students today it seemed to work out pretty well so the first recital was this afternoon and um the students had various pieces that they prepared, but in addition to that, they had songs that they'd written. Um, I have one little student who wrote a song about a unicorn, and she sang that and played it. She's just beginning. She's not yet even six. I think she might just be six. And another student who played this incredible song that she'd written. I mean, it was a whole beautiful ballad um, that is enough to make anyone who hears it cry. I mean, she's incredible, this little songwriter. She just is incredible. She sang and played her song. I accompanied her. And then I had other students, you know, playing pieces that they were learning and had learned. And it was always an option, as it is at a lesson, for any of the students to come up and improvise and duet with me straight out, right? unpremeditated and uh, improvised and most of them took that opportunity especially interestingly this uh, this afternoon especially the girls um, did that did that with me at different points and what I saw dear listener was just it was just amazing so it inspired me to make this this podcast now I want to back up because when I was 16, 17, you know, and I was sort of applying to college, thinking about, you know, what sort of university I wanted, would want to go to, what kind of experience I'd want to have, what focus, what path, what journey I might embark upon, it would have been natural for me to go to music school. I had won most of the competitions, music, piano competitions, concerto competitions, um, solo piano competitions um, when I was in high school, my last year in high school. 
I had competed um, in various ones. I, I, I won most of them. You know, I, I was very... I worked hard. I worked hard. I practiced five and six hours a day when I was, you know, for much of my senior year in high school, my mom would write me notes, write notes to school saying, you know, I couldn't come to school because I wasn't feeling good. Well, that wasn't the truth at all. I was just practicing my little butt off and um, and uh, reached a high level, you know, of proficiency and expressive ability in the pieces that I was learning with my teacher. So I went into these competitions, you know, fairly confident and um but I was also nervous I mean they were there was a big deal and I hadn't really done a whole lot of competing before so it was kind of new for me but I went in and and I did I did well you know I mean I played well and my teacher was so supportive of me so um the thing is I think because of that that I probably could have gone to a music school I probably could have gone to Juilliard which is one of the world's finest music schools in New York City you know I probably could have gone to the New England Conservatory although I don't, wasn't really thinking about Boston I would have th- thought more about New York as a place to go and study since I grew up outside of New York in this beautiful place called Dobbs Ferry <sighs> yep amazing place on the Hudson River my piano overlooked the river overlooked the poplar trees overlooked the palisades beyond these big cliffs dropped into the into the hudson and i could see kind of much of that from the living room as i was playing the piano so it was a very very beautiful place and a beautiful upbringing and i probably would have gone to a place like juilliard if i decided that a music school was was what i was you know wanted to do but the thing about it and I didn't don't think that I was particularly sort of conscious of it I think it was probably more a sort of underlying sense of maybe subliminal sense and sorry it might be a little windy for a minute um that I didn't want to go that route you know I didn't want to go into music school I felt somehow that I would become constricted um the classical you know, the world of classical music, classical piano performance is extraordinarily demanding, okay? And there are many, many um, sorts of uh, um, parameters that are imposed upon you. And, you know, frankly, dear listener, I'm not somebody who easily um, likes parameters imposed upon me. (laughs) I don't know if anyone really does. I mean, some people sort of can, can do pretty well maybe with that, but and I've done pretty okay with it, but I think in terms of a career, I felt somehow, I think, on a subliminal level that I wanted a kind of freedom. So I ended up going to um, to Princeton, where I didn't end up majoring in music at all, because I couldn't find a teacher I liked as much as the one I grew up with. And um, I ended up going into visual arts, so photography, that's a whole other story. Sometime I'll tell about that. But anyhow, but the thing is that for me, the freedom was what was essential. And to this day now, when I'm teaching my students, that freedom is, uh, is, is, is key. It's key. It's key. When I do my own performing, I often don't know exactly what I'm going to play. I have a certain kind of structure I might have some ideas about because I tell stories and perform at the same time and interweave story and, and piano music um, in a very, a very 
a sort of unfolding, you know, organic way. And it often is in response to the place I'm playing, you know, the people for whom I'm playing. I mean, I take my cues from what's around me. I might have a conversation, you know, before a, uh, a, a performance, and that conversation strikes me for some reason that ends up becoming part of my performance. You know, I'll talk about it. So um, these are the things, you know. Life is like that. Life is not static. It's not, you know, parameters are, are, are okay, but there's something, you know, there's a dynamic unfolding of life, and I feel like music has to uh, kind of... Um, uh, sort of replicate that it has to express that you know it has to be like that so this afternoon all of my students you know who were at this little recital were ha- you know had the opportunity to um to improvise with me if they wanted to and most of them took up that opportunity at some point and a couple of them sort of were you know it's very difficult to perform suddenly for you know a room full of people when you're four or five well say five and six years old, seven years old, eight years old, nine, you know, it's not easy. Suddenly there are all these adult, you know, adults around and you're in this room, you know, and usually it's just me and the student and, you know, I'm very supportive of the student and they're used to that. And then suddenly there's all these other strangers or some of them strangers and they're, you know, playing their piece. It's vulnerable. It's a very, very vulnerable position to be in. And I really appreciate it. And I, encourage my my students in all sorts of ways to let them know how much I understand what they're feeling you know how much I understand what they're feeling it is not easy it's not easy so the improvising part of it for me is really essential because it allows them to get up and to be themselves without worrying about any particular note it's like the music comes from the inside out okay it comes from the inside out it's not something that is an external there's not an external um a sort of reference point you know in the form of of sheet music they're not having to play um anything in particular they just put their hands on the keys and i'm sitting there you know in the base of the piano um creating the backdrop the background the the harmonic um background backdrop to this and and then they can play they can play and they can just begin to play so what was amazing about this afternoon dear listener was that um one of my students and I were were doing this you know we were playing chords there were three keyboards okay there were two smaller keyboards and then my larger keyboard um, which is a full-size keyboard and there are benches at each of the keyboards and um, one of my students and I were improvising together it was sounding fantastic she was a little bit older a student like I think 10 or 11 and uh, uh, had you know that sort of more slightly more what you might call quote-unquote proficiency whatever you want to call it she was you know she had um, just been studying longer but anyway she was sitting at the keyboard and we were improvising together and we were playing these beautiful chords this beautiful chord sequence I'm sorry if it's a little windy um, and uh, and then I thought to myself you know what this is perfect she and I can become the foundation for other you know another girl another student any boy or girl joining us and um, so I invited, I asked, I asked my one student, I said, you know, as we were playing, I said, would you be okay if we invited? And you know, she said, yes, definitely. So, so I said, okay, so who would, else would like to come up and play? So another girl, young girl came up and played. 
and she began to you know so she sat down she sat down at the um at the keyboard and she began to play so then there were the three of us right and then I thought you know something this is a really good idea <laughs> so I opened up the opportunity for three more students to come up so basically because we had the we had the uh, a sort of uh, facility for you know two people to be at each of the keyboards and there were three keyboards so that would be a total of six people right so three more girls came up okay now you have to understand listener these these girls actually didn't know each other a lot of these students um had started with me some of them had started with me more recently they were different schools so they didn't know necessarily each other from school um they were different ages okay one was as young as sort of less than six you know then there was you know sort of seven eight nine ten so the ages were varied and at that time in life um that kind of age difference is 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 pretty significant you know the difference between six and eight the amount of um development that takes place between six and eight is is quite a lot and let alone six and nine let alone six and ten okay so we had a span of ages of girls who were sitting at these keyboards with me i was one of them so i was one of the six girls um sitting we were all sitting together and you know i gave them very simple directions very simple instructions and um and we started to play okay and what was incredible because i was watching very carefully each of the girls and what happened dear listener was so beautiful that i felt i had discovered something like a new paradigm in my teaching which is to have many you know people improvising many children improvising together at once because what i saw was that the youngest one suddenly became she grew in years before my eyes each girl looked so like herself it's a very uncanny thing and i don't even know that i can describe it to you it's like where you watch a child enter into the essence come forward with a you know it, it the essence of who they are emerges through their being through their face through the music that they're creating okay and the thing that was so incredible about this each girl then had we were all playing together and then each girl had a turn playing solo as i was playing the accompaniment so then we kind of went like round robin you know and each girl and you could see how each girl then had an opportunity to experience to to express themselves okay and then to to witness that expression you know uh, coming out of like the next girl and then the next girl and each girl was so individual and so unique and these girls were all together so it was this perfect complementarity of 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 um <sighs> teamwork for lack of a better word okay and and unique and the expression of unique individuality the, the the perfect balance between you know being together creating something together and being totally um 
actualized, becoming totally at to becoming actualized as oneself in the midst of it. So that for me is like one of these amazingly rare sorts of situations. All right. I think maybe music is, is, you know, maybe it's the best way to do this. You know, I don't know. There's sports, you know, sports is really good, you know, also, but music has a kind of subtlety to it, right? Where, you know, that person can really become who they are. They can become who they are in the midst of an ensemble, right? They can become who they are in a way that is even beyond, you know, what they're usually able to express, and they can do it in, in and amidst others who are doing it as well. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And so I really wanted to share that, you know, that experience, because what I heard and saw, you know, with these six girls, I mean, my, me be one of them... <laughs> was something so outrageous and so beautiful. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I'd been reading this book about the history of of women. And I'm telling you something, you know, as much as some people say, well, you know, men have had a heart and women, that's true. But I have a great respect, okay, for whatever it is that can give women real can give I don't know I just feel you know it's hard it's been hard historically to be a girl to be you know a teen to be a woman to be you know to be to be female on this planet okay and so I just felt like I saw these girls and they were so themselves it was like they were so themselves you know they get they they were exuding a kind of confidence and rare autonomy that I felt, oh my gosh, if I give them nothing else but this experience, then I, you know, I've done my job. I think I've done my job. So I really wanted to share that with you, dear listener. It was, it was a moment. It was a moment. Six girls, three keyboards. It was, um, spontaneous. I'd never done this at a recital before. I'd never done it like this, really spontaneously, this, like this before with, 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 children who otherwise didn't really know each other you know and were just meeting for the first time and there they were they were really together it was so beautiful it was so beautiful so with that I will bid you adieu from the shores of the Pacific on this cloudy sort of calm (sighs) evening which is blessedly free from from smoke and haze and I can share this incredible thing with you okay so take good care and thank you so much for listening and all best wishes to you all right bye for now bye for now bye